The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and with me as always is Swoosh and Jondo. Hello. Hi. And uh, before we get into our year's roundup, we've got a little smattering of last-minute news for the year. Yay. So, that's actually not that bad. Some of this one could arguably say is good. Uh, I mean, first up, uh, if you were waiting for Baldur's Gate 3 to hit Game Pass, stop waiting. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't ever gonna happen. (laughs) Yeah. Larry said they're not going to do that, and I got to admit, I do like their statement on it. Yeah, it's a good um, statement. I agree with it fully. Their statement was, "We made a big game, so I think there's a fair price to be paid for that, and I think that's okay." And I got to agree. We mm. had a quick squeeze before while well, we're you know fact checking some stuff um, at what the current price for that game is, and it's currently eighty nine ninety five with Australian dollar it is. Yeah, and it is more than worth that money. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The price of admission is still pretty fucking good, even at that. Like, I would say the price of admission is arguably low. Yeah, yeah. For the amount I, of like replayability, you get your value yeah. for that in your first playthrough, and yeah. every playthrough after that is gravy because there's still more fucking content to look at. Yep. Yeah. Basically, Can't every class of hidden things. Yeah. I mean, just, like, opening area alone, there's piles of stuff. Like, if you just happen to have the ability to talk to animals, there's mm. whole little side quests you can do. Yeah. And that's just off one skill. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 is clearly designed around you can miss stuff. And, yeah. It Which more than makes up that price tag. Yeah. I, I do miss that mechanic or that way of building games where you can miss things. It makes replaying it so much more fun. Well, yeah. you miss this, it and it's alright. Like, yeah. yeah, it'll be there the next time you play, or you might not even know. And it'll be mm. in your 10th playthrough. You might find something new. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to game, like, <clears throat> other games companies going, oh, fuck, this is the bar we have to reach, and at least trying for it. Like, giving it a fucking I don't think go. they will. They already had a hissy fit when Baldur's Gate came out saying, don't try and put this as the new bar. It's like, <laughs> too late. The thing that's dumb about that is that used to just be how Western RPGs yeah. were made. Yeah. Like, if you go back and you play, you know, Baldur's Gate, like, old Baldur's Gate, or Icewind Dale, or Arcanum, they're full <clears> of <throat> content that you can only play if you have certain characters, and are yeah. completely missable plot lines if you don't have the right stuff. But then that, it became it, a, a weird thing of, no, you, everyone has to be able to play through the entire game in one build. It's like, No. Well, they want massive playtime on a single save. Yeah. So the the argument became those games weren't that hard. Like visually, they're not that hard to make. Hmm. So as we made them more detailed, you needed to be able to see all the content. Yeah. And then, of yeah. course, the Bethesda model of every, every character can do everything started to become more of the norm. Hmm. I think that's where people have like slotted into this like easy, cozy little rut where it's yeah. like, oh. We don't have to gate the content from the players. Just let them play all of it. Yeah. Which is probably why, if you didn't play old school RPG games, Baldur's Gate 3 feels like this amazing breath of fresh air. It's not fresh air. 
It's the old air. It's the way yeah. it used to be. It's, it's the unpolluted air of your youth. <laughs> yes. Uh. All right. Yeah, uh, a well-deserved up. game of the fucking year, anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh we'll definitely. get back into that once we get into our, our year in review. Mm. Um, next up, I think someone was listening to us because we just listened to the Murderbot Diaries last month and Apple's bringing it to TV. Yeah, I'm actually kind of keen for this because Apple's yes, made some decent TV shows. Um, they made C, I think it's called the one where like it's an entirely blind world. I actually really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was good. Also, I'm just picturing an, an Apple exec sitting back in his office listening to our podcast, kind. Oh, I did enjoy that book. Put it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear us, Apple executive, go back further. We have other requests. <laughs> Why are, are you doing change a lot about your company? Please. Yes, please. That's I love God. Uh, next up, the Overwatch 2 devs want to make all the heroes free as far as the next season pass comes. So they're just backtracking on hiding it behind the paywall? It so seems that way. What they yeah. should have done from the start? Yeah. Generally backlash from the community and the whatnot and it basically makes an anti-competitive environment because some people have the new hotness and some people don't well I think John Doe you were saying earlier it's also not possible to get all the content yeah the, the latest season they they got rid of their fucking loot boxes uh, mm. their battle pass has changed now it's based on points you get 8 <clears> points for playing a game you get 2 points for winning a game you can't get enough points from the start of the season to the end of the season There's unless you like not even playing for the entire fucking time, non-stop, the length of a game that plays, you can't get enough points to unlock everything from the season mm. unless you spend cash. You can mm. then buy what's yeah. left over from the fucking store in... I think someone did the math on it, and you'll have to buy at least two packs, totaling almost, or in Australia, close to 60 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's like 35 USD, so in Australia, it's close to 60 bucks. And that's the only right. way you could unlock everything from the season. And this yeah. is a free game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, we've we've always said if the game is free, you're the actual you're the product. They're just trying to yeah. get to your wallet. But that's still kind of fucked. Overwatch Two can be used as a shining example of what not to do to yeah. avoid angering your fucking people. Yeah. Second, only see Diablo Four because you know how to how mortal. to fuck up a beloved franchise. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they win that one definitely. Fuck. Literally, the only thing keeping Overwatch 2 floating is the pawn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, it's... the advances they did to Blender, awesome. Yeah. I, I find it funny that's the legacy that they are now stuck with, and they don't yeah. like that legacy. No, they don't. They I really don't bit. like it. It's like, well, your at, game's shit, at least something good came from at it. At some point, they're going to have to like sit back and look at it and go, right, what did we want from this game? What did we get? We either step into that or what do we do? Overwatch 3? And then what? They finally give us the like the one player <laughs> thing they've been like the story mode they've been promising for God knows how long. But uh it, that, that'll be how they get you to be that, by um The next The next season will be yeah. over or over there. Or then their next season will probably be what uh going from spring into summer. So it'll be a beach season. So it'll just be skin skins. They'll finally step yeah. into the 
the nude skins. Well, they did that in the last one. It was like just bikinis and that kind of stuff. It was like more or less the same thing. And every time that happens, you know, there's a whole new batch of uploads to Pornhub. Yeah, so. they, they just went on to Pornhub and said, oh, well, I like that skin. We'll get that one next. <laughs> that would not surprise me. Let's outsource uh, it. Jesus Christ. So, uh, next up, the uh, new Suicide Squad game coming out next year has Yay. been delayed on one platform. And it's, that platform it's is an Epic. Uno, Uno Reverse for Epic yeah, Jail. Yeah, no, like, I really <laughs> hope this isn't Uno Reverse for Epic Jail. That's just amazing. It's like, we're going to release for everyone, except for Epic, because you're shit. Oh, they're yeah. still getting it, just a month later. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's only a short Epic Jail. It's almost like, to prove a point, Epic Jail. Yeah. Like... It's Honestly, like I Epic, kind of want uh, Epic to complain. It almost I feels really like Epic to. approached them saying, like, what if you just, just released on us just for, like, a couple of months? Like, we'll be an exclusive. We'll give you some cash. And like, we've yeah. seen the sales from other games that did that. No! <laughs> like, yeah. well, we want everyone like, to buy it. <laughs> it seems like Epic's having a little bit of a hissy fit anyway. Oh, nice. Because Good. they've been emailing people um, telling them that their pre-order has been cancelled and refunding them. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that being petty and like little shit there. That's fair. But at the same time, I I kind of happy they're complaining because now we can just point at them. It's like, how does it fucking feel, Epic? Yeah. Not getting the thing for a month. I, the thing that so you've been I, wanting for ages. I don't know anyone that when a game drops everywhere says specifically, "I'm going to buy it on Epic." That's uh, because we've rounded those people up as sociopaths and put them away. Everyone I know would either buy on GOG or Steam, just because. Yep. That's yeah. the. That's just what you do. That's <laughs> just yeah. the best places to buy them. Fuck. I don't yeah. have that epic cancer on my computer. Yeah, God no. The only reason I would have it is if a game has forced me to use their launcher. So it's like against my will, Stockholm syndrome in a way. I mean, my retort to that is, yaha fiddly do. No, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I was mucking around with the. Uh, Unreal Engine a little while back and so I had it installed for that and just to open it up get the free game and close it again just to yeah. add it to an account I'll never use but it's just there. to take the money from their pocket <laughs> yeah, that not lovely little subtle fuck you uh, it's great pay for something I have a massive library use. on Epic <laughs> I didn't pay for any of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I've got several someone, hundred like, games now that I've never installed one day an exec's going to call you and say, oh, sir, you have like 700 games, but you've not installed any of them. Are, is everything okay? He's like, oh, no, we just don't like you. It's fine. <laughs> I've already bought this game elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, Epic. Hell, I mean, like, if a game launched on Epic and was free, but I had to pay for it somewhere else, I'd probably redeem it for free on Epic and then go buy it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a real fucking sad state for for a, a game store that's like, you can give it to me for free, I'm going to willingly pay for it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like that shows you how have given bad me a, a gift of the thing. Is. Like, yeah, like I'm I'm just not going to touch this. Like, but this is the game you want to like. Yeah, I just don't want it from you. Yeah, yeah. it's the game Tainted I want, <laughs> just not from you. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Let's face it, it was all just a giant bribery program anyway. Oh, your people aren't leaving Steam. Why? Because they have a massive library there. Well, if we give them a massive library, they'll come yeah. to us. 
No, no, yeah, it's not how that works. E epic is yeah. the uh, the counterpoint to if you build it, they will come. In this case, if you build it, they will just take advantage and leave you. To, like, it's a much better burn. example of uh, you could bring a, uh, bring a horse to water, you can't make it drink. Yeah, you yeah, can make it fucking absolutely. drown though. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying. They're definitely trying. It, I actually like if I was using that analogy, it's a lot more like. Yeah, we brought the we brought the horse to the free pond of water, and then the horse still paid ten bucks for bottled water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I. Uh, well, let's keep the laughs going. Uh, Skull and Bones testers have been quitting the game in as little as an hour. Yeah. God yeah. fucking damn! Like this game has been in like been in I don't know if dev hell or just shit game hell for a fucking long the... time. It got announced yeah. to the public in 2017. Yeah, that... That's how uh, old it is. That's like six years of development hell and... Well, going on four... Like, um, seven now, but... It, it's... Every step of the way, the community has yelled at them, stop doing that, do the other thing we wanted. It's like, oh, okay, we're gonna double well, down. Like, no. All they had I mean, to do was re-release Black Flag without reference to Assassins or Templars. Yeah. And... That's Absolutely. it. The dumb thing so is, though, you could have just enhanced what was in that game. You didn't even have to get rid of the weird shit. Yeah. Because, no. like, okay, if you're looking at you know, pirates, okay, well, you've already done a good simulation of pirate towns and normal settlements. Okay, mm. cool. Keep that. Expand it. More islands. We want to do more treasure hunting. We want to be pirates. Awesome. Yeah. What are we going to do with the boats? Basically nothing. You already fucking nailed it. We basically just want some basic naval combat. We, we want to be like swinging from the rafters onto the other boat. You already yeah. did that. Cool. Just keep that. Um, oh, you want to still do some mystical stuff like all the Apples of Eden shit? Well, what's one of the most common things about pirate stories? Well, cursed treasure and oh, ill-gotten yeah. games cursed that travel. should never have been the, plundered. The, the Caribbean hoodoo. Like, yeah. yeah. There were options there. Like, holy fuck. There was so much they could have done. And all you had to do is then throw in some named pirates, and you and it's shake and bake, free win. Yeah, that's what you're we already made half of the game. Like that's what we wanted as well, because that's the entire community is like, can we just have that? It's like, no, no, no. We have Black Flag at home, and like that's it. Like Black Flag at home was just Black Flag. Yeah, this is like yeah. Sea of Thieves is a better version of this than than they did, and well, these see, are the, the guys who wanted to make it. This is Wish Black Flag. Yeah. That if they even if they did somehow course correct this to be what we wanted, Sea of Thieves has been out for too long. Yeah, yeah, and like, is the thing. Yeah, Sea of Thieves has been out too long, and the hype is gone. Like, yeah, at this point, everyone's like, "Oh, you're just copying Sea of Thieves now." Like, they can't. The only, they have to double. The only way they could revert it is if they came out and actually made a specific Black Flag two. Yeah. Without all of this shit. Without mm. the whole Skull and Bones name, they just came out and made a proper pirate adventure without just wipe this off the table and say, yeah. no, this is no longer in development, yeah, it's absolutely. gone. And Don't then they fight. come out and say, we've announced Black Flag 2 and just work hard on that without the fucking yeah. padding of the other fucking Valhalla and all that shit. Just make it... Oh, make a good God game again. Damn. <laughs> yeah, please. God fucking damn, please. <laughs> Anyone, please. Well, that's the end of our, our little like news roundup for this week. There wasn't an awful lot, and that's kind of handy because it's our uh, it's time to talk about the stuff we uh, 
we did we watched and did this year. Yay! Right. It's our so, bitch about the year segment. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, same as I'm, every week, but slightly more condensed. Look, I'm sorry. It's the easy low hanging fruit of content for the end of the year. Yeah, and um, it's been a long year, so I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> We're not above some low hanging fruit. That's normally the stuff that's fermented for a that's, while. So that's that's why it's easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we are going to do a, a year roundup. Deal with it, nerds. <laughs> you want to fight uh, about it? <laughs> big whoop. Want to fight about it? So, uh, how about we start with games? Yes. Uh, yeah. The the disappointments of the year, fucking... The ones we actually fucking played a lot of, for me, Mm. we're all gonna bitch about Starfield. Like, yeah. Yeah, we we might as well have to. We'll just get straight into it and be fucking done with it, because that was probably my biggest disappointment of the year, because holy fuck was I hanging for this game. Yeah, same. And they made it really easy for us to hang on it, because they gave us an infographic on it. (laughs) <laughs> but I I wanted this game to be so fucking yeah. good yes. and they kept delaying it and delaying it for over a year they fucking pushed it back I was thinking it was almost two years by the end they fucking pushed it back for look at the same time yeah. I was like you know okay push it back keep going keep like, pushing keep it back keep working on it like you're gonna fix product. so much shit we're gonna get a product that's gonna be like holy fuck this is gonna be yeah. the game I sink time we were, into we were convinced they had learnt from Cyberpunk and all the other fucked up releases that had come out beforehand no no like they wanted that to beat and them. the and the absolute um spanking they got over 76 yeah yeah it was like come on like how do you not learn anything after that happened <laughs> yeah but like the existence of 76 made sense you're writing way too high on your own farts hmm. okay cool that happened well clearly that's got to show you what you don't do again yeah but even the no, whole they, thing they of don't. like We've got a thousand planets, and a hundred of them have got something on it. But the other nine hundred planets, like uh, they went to the moon, and there was nothing there, and they weren't bored. Like they were there to do science. Like they were yeah. there because it's a whole fucking new experience, not just also, a rock of you nothing. Know, it was two guys in a tin can yeah. that we flung through space. Like, yeah, their yeah. deaths were a major possibility. Oh yeah, oath. like that was so, a yeah. major world event. This is a fucking video game. It's meant to be entertaining. Like, yeah, that's at the some problem, point they've got to say, "Cop the L and be done yeah. with it." Like, okay, we fucked up here. Let's do something to add some actual entertainment on a yeah. fucking gameplay. Like, we had hoped that seventy six had humbled Bethesda. No, not at all. Like, somehow it made them think they were even top, sh- even more top shit. Like, I don't. Because well, apparently they've they've fixed so much of, of seventy six. I don't know. I've never fucking played it. I had no, no interest. Right. To I played play it, it for a short period and it was horrible. Uh, and I hated every second of it. So yeah, even after the like the updates and patches, it was just bad. It was but, the color brown shaped into the look of trees occasionally. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had but, so much hope for this game, and yeah, that's been yeah, fucking dashed. Like- I mean, every time we've talked about it, we've never said anything good. Yeah. No, um, no the only time we said good things was before it was released. Yeah. Like, yeah, that we were on the only time. When we we're started on the, the race kind of glasses. Trade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, if you go back to the episode where we played the game for the first time, you can hear the fucking, like, utter sadness in all of our voices. 
just nothing but disappointment. But yeah, uh, they they released a an end of year fucking infographic for it, and thirteen mm. million players. Cool, that's a fucking that's a good number of players. Yeah, uh, of those thirteen million, uh, thirteen million players, they've played for twenty two million two hundred eighty four thousand three hundred thirty one days, which averages out to 40 hours per player. Any for, gamer knows 40 hours is not a huge amount for playtime. For an not RPG. For sort of game. Like, yeah. for, for Skyrim, I don't know anyone who's got less than fucking several hundred hours of fucking Skyrim or yeah. um, any I major had RPG. I had a look just so that I knew because, like, you know, playtime can feel vastly different while you're playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've got over 200 hours in Skyrim. Same. It, it's just like, the fuck? How, how how did you not get even close to that? Like, I didn't hit 40 hours on stuff. And, like, mm. time is time is pretty relative. Like, you can't tell me the, the same two days spent on a Saturday, Sunday doing shit that I want is the same fucking 48 hours as Monday, Tuesday. Because, God fucking mm. damn, they are not the no. same no, they are time. different. No, they are they not. They definitely hit different. This, this is the Monday, Tuesday <clears throat> to Skyrim Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, holy fuck, only 40 hours per player? That's a lot of people dropping it real fucking quick. Yeah. The weirdest thing is the fact that they put that information in the infographic. Like, they, next they, to the massive number, it says 40 hours per average. Like, why would you put that there? Leave the big number. That looks you'd, impressive. You'd almost be better off with that, with that amount of time played with half as many players. Yeah. Yeah. That'd Pretty be much. like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, holy shit, people dumped some time into this. Mm. But, but, no. <laughs> not at all. And, and just dumb statistics like, you know, favorite meal, the battle meal multipack. Yeah, it's one of the most efficient healing items you can get. Pretty much. Yeah. And then there's the um, Combatech Beowulf rifle is the most popular one because it's all the most trusted weapons. Because it's the first one you find and therefore the first one you mock. No, the first one is the... the Grendel. The... The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why the Beowulf's so good, because once you get the Beowulf, it's like, oh, the Grendel's garbage. Yeah, yeah. Grendel's like single shot Beowulf is like, okay, I no longer need any other weapon in this game. Everything else yeah. is trash. And, but, and like but they, even they, the weapons in this, they give you non-lethal things and then don't let you use them for anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if you like there's a couple of missions where it says alright we're going to go through non-lethal you need to capture this person if you use a non-lethal weapon you fail the mission yeah can't do it because the because the rules were kill them not yeah. stun them yeah so you know my role playing bit the bit where I get to express myself is not valid express it how we tell you to express it <laughs> you can express yourself provided it fits in our parameters well I mean again like Look at look at the way they do skills. I, mean, I know we bitched about this back when it came out. Hmm. Space like, magic. <laughs> you, it's you still go, relevant. They haven't changed anything. <laughs> no, I mean more like the the. Okay, so what weapons do you want to use? Well, oh, you can use you know plasma weapons, laser guns, or bullet guns. Hmm. Well, you're more likely to put points into bullet guns because the first guns they give you is a Grendel. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you going to choose a laser gun? You don't have the option to go get one. Yeah. So why would you ever choose that? It's not like in most Elder Scrolls games where they really quickly give you the option to try a couple of different weapons. Oh, yeah. Like, or that they don't matter. Like, you know, all axes, swords, and daggers are all just single-hand melee weapons. So yeah, doesn't matter which one you actually want. They all work. Yeah. 
flavor-wise, so they were all it, the same. It's like, yeah, and even good. then, if you teched into laser weapons, there's three in the whole game. Yeah. And of those three, one is maybe viable. Yeah. Like, so laser guns is basically worthless. You might as well just rolled it in with um, plasma guns and just caused it all, like, I don't know, future energy. tech. Uh, yeah, like energy roll, weapons. Roll the... Rolled laser weapons in with a flashlight skill. <laughs> all, all it is yes. is a bandwidth of flashlight. They bring, they bring in the na- bandwidth in narrower, so it's a laser pointer, or you can light up a whole room. That's it. Would that well, make I mean, a some of those... a non-lethal laser? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, like some of those laser weapons, given how fucking garbage they are, they may as well mm. just be a torch. Yeah. Pretty much. But you can't yeah. even light up a room with them. <laughs> yeah. The, flashlight, the flashlight has more use than the fucking laser weapons. Oh, I mean, dude, like, yeah. there was a, a thing I recently found out because I was watching someone speedrun uh, Starfield. There's actually a quest you can randomly find on a planet that if you... Uh, a puzzle. That if you interact with it, you get a quest. And if you are clever enough to follow the quest clues, you can solve it. And its sequence breaks the entire story. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking, like, a little bit. Like, it talks about someone being killed and a massive reveal for the plot that if you haven't moved the plot forward, you don't know what's going on. You haven't met any of these characters and you haven't been around for this supposed death. It just doesn't function. To be fair, even if I had followed the story, I probably still wouldn't know what was going on. Probably, but you know what I mean. But the fact that there is the ability to accident... In a game of exploration, to accidentally sequence break that hard... What the fuck? Yeah. Fucking yeah. story lock the fucking puzzle. Which is that that should have been a very simple like thing. And it still hasn't been patched out, I don't think. Like you'd think that'd be the one of the first things they patch when it's discovered. Like, ah oh, fuck. No, but they but they no. did patch out the clingers, so you no longer have rocks following your ship. But if you've got, got the not cities. No, if you've still got <laughs> New Atlantis fo- following your ship around, you're stuck with it till next year sometime. Yeah. yeah. Did they ever fix the one where, like, the interior of your ship flies away, but the uh, the outer shell remains? Uh, I haven't seen that one. That one was, it was weird, because it was um, when they do the takeoff animation, and it would leave behind the outer shell, like, armor of your ship, but the <laughs> interiors would fly away. <laughs> my problem one was that I, I put some guns up on my walls, mm. and when I took off and landed again, all the guns had just despawned. Yep. Yeah. That happened to me as well. Then they, they weren't in my storage. To... Yeah. So I had storage. storage. If your storage is full, it was gone. Everything was gone. And no, my no, storage was have... perpetually full. You didn't have to have full storage. It. Some people like me, just they, they were just gone. You didn't get them back. They were just deleted. I mean, the fact that guns basically mean nothing in that game kind of removes the sourness. But like, still, it's annoying to have designed this cool armory in your ship, and then it just. Like, yeah, just there's there's mechanics in that game that y- are used once in the tutorial and are never used again for the entire thing. Yeah. There's a ship stealth mechanic for the silent running where you had to sneak in mm. to a fucking, like, satellite and disable mm. it or able it, whatever the fuck it is, and then get out again. And that's never used again. You don't need that at all. It doesn't even work any other time, I swear. I tried using it again, but things still found me and fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah. The minute you go into a thing, everyone in that system knows you're there. Yeah. The fact that there's different reload animations between first person and third person, and quite often, the third person animations are the 
full reload animation. Yeah. It's like, what? how do you mismanage <clears throat> these things? Like, this, this isn't could like be a your... masterclass in what not to do. Yeah. I, I still, like, the minute I heard Todd Howard say that, we're going to simulate a planet. Okay, you can probably pull that off. Yeah. Simulate a solar system. All right, getting a little ambitious, but mm. yeah, it's only like two or three planets. You can probably pull that off. Now, we want to simulate a galaxy. You're going to fuck this up so hard. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. They would have been better off sticking the entire game within a solar system. Like, yes. Yeah. Have, have a big planet and a couple of moons around it that are points of interest. You might find a few things here or there. Just narrow that whole fucking scope. Well, yeah. Then you could allude to stuff like there's a generation ship that went off to a different star like base or something. We're waiting for this, you know, connecting port we've made to establish so it makes it faster to get there. And that's your DLC fixed. Yeah. Like, what but, happened? Oh, we sent out like seven fucking generation ships and they'll be there eventually. If they ever managed to do a Starfield 2, then they could have just done another solar system. Now yeah. what are yeah. we gonna do? A fucking universe? There's three galaxies. Well, like, oh no, one was boring. God fucking damn. it always was. I mean, imagine if they just simulated our solar system. You're only yeah. going to, like... Or depending on your definition of planets, because I think we're up to, like, 11 now? Yeah, there's oh, a couple shit. of ones hiding out past well, the planetary other. bodies, um, yeah. 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 Even if you went with, like, the original, like, when I was in high school, nine planets. Yeah. Um, you've got a good variance in terrain types. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Mercury, Venus. I mean, come on, Venus is it's fucking acid rain. Yeah, but even um, have Mars as like partly terraformed. Yeah, mm. yeah, Mars. Then you're you're mm-hmm. jumping out. You've got your asteroid belt where you can hide some fucking like pirates and shit. Oh, you're heading great, out. Yeah. You go out through your gas giants, which are you know, pro, uh, if you've ever read, I mean, we've all read it now. Yeah. Um, uh, Sagra Seven Suns. You've got like mm. you know things scooping gas out of gas mm. giants and stuff. Or, and that would an underwater them. city on Titan, like yeah, yeah. Moons, like um, you got all the moons of Jupiter to work with. That's twenty six. Even better, um, they they could have still stuck with the fact that Earth is a desolate, you know, dust ball now, and everyone's yeah. moved to the moon and to like to Mars. And 100%. you could have expanded on that story so much more. Like, yeah. what, what did we do? What caused this? But no, like they just let that fall to the wayside like I don't even think there was many missions or stories to do with dead earth I don't think so either I don't it I was, mean I didn't really play it so I, I dropped that game pretty early after I was like I am not having I am sitting down to not have fun yeah I, I gave it so many lives like surely it's got to mm. like there'll be something here I can find that's fun and please yeah no. I ended up having to try and mod it to find some fun and even then it was more work than fucking enjoyable yeah. Like, I, I know that there were other games that I played that were disappointing, but, n- like, Starfield overshadows all... Oh, I can't think of for, them. For the, I think disappointing, it's just Starfield. For yeah. the hype, for the want to play for everything, it'd be really hard to beat Starfield in that fucking category. Yeah. Which is pretty much why it's like, one of the only games where we're going to talk about the bad side this, like this day. <laughs> Redfall was bad, but... yeah. At least there wasn't a massive hype train leading up to Redfall. There are a few things well, saying, yeah. oh, look, the game is coming out. Cool. There wasn't six years of hype for fucking Redfall. Well, I mean, like, like when me and you sat down to play it, John, I think, like, in 15 minutes, we'd realized, oh, this game's not good. Yeah. Like, really fast. And then we were kind of just on the ride to see, like, is there anything good here? Uh, is there something redeeming? No. <laughs> and we kind of made our own fun of laughing at how fucking terrible the game was. Yeah. yeah. At least it well, made yeah, our design is bad and how even we could see you could do it better. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. 
but like it was kind of like an immediate train wreck. Starfield is just so many, so much wasted time from developers to make such a boring game. Yeah. And it wants you to love it so bad. Oh, it does. It oh, wants yeah, you to it's... like. This is your forever game. You will love this game. This is your life now. Like, no, no, it's not. Like, I, I'm no, gonna go over here to a better game. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Anything else in my back catalogue is more pressing than this right now. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. I actively work through some of my back catalogue instead of playing Starfield. Mm. I mean, let's face it. You want a 100-hour game that's really, really good? Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. yeah. But that game came out a month earlier. <laughs> yeah. I remember and, we were like going to... Oh, we'll use Baldur's Gate to get us through to when Starfield hits. Yeah, I yeah. know, right? Oh. <laughs> And now we're using Baldur's Gate to get through Starfield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was bad. But I, I know we already heaped some praise on it, and we've heaped praise on it every time we've brought it up on this show, but, like, I cannot say enough positive things about Baldur's Gate. Though. Yeah. Like, I that was a win. I enjoyed that uh, just to an absurd degree. Yeah. Larian did fucking well, and I'm really glad. Was it Larian who turned down an attempt to buy them? Or was that someone else? Um, I think it was Larian. I remember a game did well recently. And they are an independent studio. It yeah. could have been them. I'm a little vague on if it was them or not. Um, but I mean, look, that like, if you had made Baldur's Gate three, wouldn't you be like, "Fuck you, West End yeah. Independent"? Pretty much. Like, I'm half guessing if it, I think it was Microsoft was looking to buy someone, and they said no from a popular game. It would be a matter of no. You're just scared that we might get bigger. Fuck you, we're going to get bigger. <laughs> Please, but, get bigger. Like, Do another Baldur's yeah. Gate 3. Do massive things. Please, change oh, the yeah. fucking industry and make them make better games. You've set I the still, bar, match it again, and we're good. I still love the way that if you track Larian's output, it's just a straight line up to, yeah. to Baldur's Gate 3. Every game is an iteration and an idea just climbing until they made it to that point. But they don't abandon the last ideas either. They, no. they say, oh, this worked? Fuck yes, that's now part of the staple. I'm going to put something different on top of that. Like, I like yeah. this. This is great. Yeah. Like, one could argue the uh, waking up on a beach alone with no memory is, like, one of their big tropes. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's Larian's thing. It's like waking what? up as a prisoner in... Elder Scrolls games, or yeah. uh, starting a D and D game in a tavern, like it's yeah. yeah, it works. Run with it, pretty much. Embrace the the cheese; it'd be fine. Yeah, uh, but since so, we have praised that game to death, we probably should move on to other games <laughs> this, this year. Is every one so of these like, topics going to loop back to Baldur's Gate? <laughs> probably. I, I, have, I have like a little list of stuff that that I played this year that I enjoyed. I know there's stuff that I missed on here, and I'm already looking at it, going, "Oh, I forgot that game, and I forgot that game." We'll start with um, the one that we definitely all play, being Death Must Die. Like, I, I, that game I don't is think fun. That, I don't think that game's as good as everyone else it does. It kept my attention, that's all I really care I'm, about. It's, I'm, I'm losing my attention really fast. Like, oh, yeah, I have like, sunk less rogue, time into it than Time Wasters. Um, roguelites and that kind of thing, they, they're built for ADHDs. Ah, and I'm done, and move on to the next one. The problem is I have no control over what I'm doing, so runs die very quickly. Yeah. Unless you get a really good RNG, it's mm. almost no point in carrying on some runs. I'm yeah. gonna, uh, like, but it's early access, so hopefully stuff. they'll fix a lot of that shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
I'm keen once they've got maybe some more content in and stuff that it might be worth going back to. Yeah. But like right now, I'd probably give it a miss. At the moment, it's a demo. It's a fun demo, but it's... Oh yeah. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Yeah. Um, Uh, It's not the worst. I've definitely played worse games in that genre. Oh, definitely. But it... I'm not praising it as heavily as a lot of other people are. It's definitely stylish. It's definitely got room to grow. Hmm. It just needs to grow a little more before I think it's ready for prime time. It has some solid promise to it, though. Like it's like you, yes. like, I, you look at that, like you're gonna be fun later. You're gonna be entertaining. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Absolutely, I think it's definitely gonna become something that's gonna eat a lot of my time. Oh yeah, like I also have to mention um, a game that I have played a lot of called Dismantle. Like, that didn't come out this year. That came out a while ago. I know, but that has taken over my December. Oh, I completely agree. I was going to bring up some games that came out a while ago. <laughs> that, uh, that, that only just recently got played by me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Dismantle, I've seen you playing it. I've, it's been on like my to-look-at list for ages. I just haven't ever pulled the trigger on it. It's a very cathartic game. All you do is kills like walk out, bash some zombies on their head because they go down like sacks of shit, as they should, mm. and break apart entire buildings to get stuff to make your own things. It's like, it's... After a shitty day of dealing with people, it's really fun to demolish a house and kill some zombies. You aren't imagining that uh, certain zombies are named certain people you had to deal with a phone call, uh, are you? No. Uh, they're not all named Karen. <laughs> <laughs> they just look like them. Um... Did you have anything in particular you wanted to call out, John Doe? Uh, no, I was just looking at my uh, Steam year in review. And Jedi Survivor, I, I think, doesn't get enough praise. I fucking oh, spent yeah, a lot no, of time in that, that game, that and game. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, that game so is it caught some flack at the time because it? it wasn't <clears throat> greatly optimized. I never had an issue with it. I fucking loved it. Uh, I and it. I was cheering a Ratchet and Clank finally came to PC. Yeah. yeah, one yeah. of the few games on Steam I actually went through and chased down every achievement because I fucking got hooked on that game. Yeah. I like, love Rift Apart. The, was fantastic. The yeah. Sony games on PC, I'm fucking loving. The the more yeah. they start bringing out, I'm praying one day they'll go day and date for a fucking game. But we like, can dream. The Ratchet and Clank Returnal, like I fucking I got real hooked into Returnal. Wow, yeah, I've spent a lot of time playing Returnal. Returnal was good. I lost a fair bit of time to that one. But yeah, uh, then it was I'd, Spider-Man. We finally got the PC port for that. Yeah. Wasn't that last year? Was it end of last year? Or was uh, the Miles Morales came out this year. The oh, okay. Spider-Man re- remastered was last year. Morales was this year. I'd sunk a lot of... like I really enjoyed the Spider-Man remaster for PC. Yeah. I couldn't I, I get into... I again. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get into Miles Morales as much. I just didn't like the skill set that he had. Yeah, that which, one felt more of a DLC than an actual game. It, it I mean, expand alone it was meant to be yeah. so like you could play it without the other one but yeah I don't know I just couldn't sink myself into it as much as the first one so I feel like that one should have been released like um, old school DLC uh, old school expansion packs where it's like yeah. oh it's a big meaty chunk so we can charge like 40 bucks for it but not for yeah bucks. no yeah definitely uh, I'm, I'm really hanging for Spider-Man 2 to come to PC so that I can actually play a emerged fucking story but yeah that'd be, that'd be cool. fun yeah and like we'll, we'll re- have to wait. <laughs> and just the the redemption of Cyberpunk, like holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, Phantom Liberty was so good. Two point mm. update was amazing. Like, I genuinely would tell people go play Cyberpunk now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Now is what 
they promise at launch. That's how it feels yeah. anyway. And certainly yeah, a lot closer. Fucking mm. oath. Now I'd highly recommend Cyberpunk to anyone that was into yeah. RPGs, FPSs, anything. Mm. Just go and play fucking Cyberpunk. Do it. Yeah. Um. So so just to highlight a couple of games that I played this year. Some of these um did actually come out on other consoles or things previously. I'm just cheating and saying I played them this year, or they came to PC this year. Fair. Uh, so we had uh, I played the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake I'd actually never played Resident Evil 4 I tried to play um, th- tried to play it but it was in this kind of like such a weird proto stage of third person shooter that mm. I just couldn't get into it so this remake was my first chance to actually play through Resident Evil 4 I had an absolute blast with it I, I played recommend. it on the Wii like I played nice. I tried Resident Evil 4 on the Wii when I had a Wii and yeah <laughs> I didn't get far enough but it was fun <laughs> I mean, like I said it was it was good I, I thoroughly enjoyed this remake uh, apparently it's pretty faithful a lot of people were very ha- who played the original were very happy with it hmm. um, I was just happy to play it with controls that felt good actually worked <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing like, like Resident Evil 4 is such an important game because so many games pivoted their direction yeah. based on what they did with, with Resident Evil 4 Mm, but absolutely. it's such a proto version of those things that it, it doesn't feel good to play to me um, but you know it is what it is yeah um, Core 6 I sunk a lot of time into I really really loved Core 6 Fires of the Rubicon uh, but I love mech games and I mean come on they gave me a giant stumpy mech game yeah <laughs> what was <laughs> not, not to life um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I liked it, but like with a minor caveat. Like I played Atomic Heart. Mm. I liked a lot of what they were doing with Atomic Heart, but I, I don't loved the think styling. it all came together. Yeah, the styling and like the environments were fun, but some yeah. of that gameplay was not amazing. It shouldn't have ever been open world. It should have been a level by level by level. Yeah, that, that open world choice was a bad one. I think they probably sunk a lot of dev time into that to make that work, and it was not worth it. Pretty much. Uh, Especially because, like, they, they created law building for, like, one of the robots, and it never gets to function the way it's supposed to. It's this, like, loot chest robot, and yeah. the idea is it's supposed to run away from people, and they've got to catch it. But every time you run into it, it's lifted off the floor by its head, so it can't run away from you. So, like, yeah, why the trapped. fuck did you do this? Like, what, what was the point of the law behind this if you're not going to let us have the thing? Uh, I mean, it would have given you a good reason to have to to go through the puzzles because the thing ran away from you and you chased yeah. it down to a dead end. But it no, it's perfect. just always in the last room, just unable to run away from you. Yeah, it's dumb. But like the style was good. I liked the ideas they were going with. Definitely, a, I really hate how much I love that proto-Soviet future architecture idea. It, I yeah. don't know. I love brutalism as a concept for architecture, so it you know it just works for me. Um, we played a bunch of Endless Dungeon. That oh yeah, really we played fun. a lot of that. Yeah, um, I really, really enjoyed Endless Dungeon. We really should play some more Endless Dungeon. We the only issue is you shit. need other people to play. Though, the game. I did find just one thing with Endless Dungeon. I rebuilt my PC. Uh, yeah. It doesn't save to the cloud. Even through Steam, it does not oh. save to the cloud. If you oh. have to reload the game and you no longer have access to the save file on your PC, you have to start from scratch. 
So Ooh, I'm back surprising. to I'm back to square one with my endless dungeon playthrough, which is why I haven't touched it again. That's fair. It's just going back is like I had so much and now I have nothing. Yeah, you know? but it would take us like two runs to get you back there. I know, but it's still like a like God fucking damn. Yeah, yeah. That's so, fair. That, that is if, annoying. Yeah, it's, apparently it's something that was meant to be available because if you sign to their games together, they're meant to keep their their save or your save on their fucking system. And apparently, it just hasn't been activated for Endless Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty used to just like Steam doing it. So yeah, so yeah. was I. So I was expecting to sign back into it and then be able to continue from where I was. And no. Nope. Um, uh, I played the Dead Space remake this year. That was amazing. Yeah, no, that like, was a good game. I played the original Dead Space, and I loved that. And I was a big, like, I don't know why they're making this, um, remake. Like, who needs it? You can still buy the original. The original still looks good. Like, you don't need a remake. Oh, no, 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 no. This remake is a proper remake. It's not just yeah. a HDing of the original game. There's whole new gameplay sections. The whole ship feels better to traverse. Yeah. It's, they, a, they, it's, it's better. It is a significant upgrade. They did very well with that upgrade. Callisto Protocol was also this year, wasn't it? Yeah, was it? it was around the same oh. time. Yeah, it was like just before the Dead Space remake. Yeah, 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 it was. And I hate the fact that I forgot that because it's they did almost, like the Callisto Protocol. Yeah, yeah. To me, they looked like very, very similar games. Well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't play either of them, made, but yeah. Callisto was made by the original dev who made Dead Space. Yeah. Which is I, funny, I they released the that a month before the, the remake of the original Dead Space. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, the original Dead Space is such a good game that with improvements, it just destroyed Callisto. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sad that Callisto... I can't believe I forgot Callisto, because when I was playing it, I really liked it. Yeah. Hell, we streamed it. Yeah. It was entertaining. It was great. The problem is, though, like, that game was not rememberable because the second you stopped playing it, it dropped yeah. out of your head. Yeah, unfortunately. Because it just, it felt like Discount Dead Space. Uh, it was, you know, we have Dead Space at home. I like, wouldn't say it's necessarily that bad, but, like, yeah. It was, it was so, so fun. generic space thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I see where you're going with this. And then you finish it. It kind of blurs in your head with remembering Dead Space. Like, I mean, I think little things that they did that, like, didn't help us, like, all the later guns are just better versions of all the early guns. Oh yeah, shotgun was bay. We always loved shotgun. Yeah, we had we had mini shotgun and big shotgun. Yeah, um, but like unlike Dead Space, where it's like you can do the entire game with the plasma cutter <clears throat> and and not touch another gun, or you can pick any other weapon and heavily f- spec into it and do yeah. all kinds of stuff. That just wasn't there for Callisto. Yeah. Um, I would highly suggest if you can get Callisto on a disc game, definitely check out Callisto Protocol. It was fun. It's a it good was, game. It's yeah, just, unfortunately, game. it left a mark as, you know, missable as a fart in a fan store. Yeah. Uh, I played Bolt Gun. Bolt Gun was really good, but I love Boomer Shooters. Fair. And then you go Boomer Shooter 40k. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, baby. That's <laughs> my thing. <laughs> Uh, we all played a lot of time wasters. That was a, yeah, 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 we did. Uh, I just recently finished up the last couple of characters for time wasters, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I played everybody. Yeah, but I wasted a lot of time playing. How much time did I spend on 
Now I want to know. Don't, don't look at it. It's a bad number. Uh, I played 20 hours of Time Wasters. Nice. But, like, given that it's just such a small, simple game, 20 hours is a pretty impressive amount of time to hold your attention. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, of I course, played... Hmm? I think it's basically most of the games we worked through this year. Uh, I've left. got a couple more. Nice. Um, I played Robocop. That was really oh, yeah. good. I would, I, again, another game I would highly suggest people get on a discount. Hmm. But I think Robocop's really good because you really do feel like Robocop by the end of that fucking game. That's good. Um... I played the Half-Life 2 VR mods. I would highly suggest anyone with a with a VR headset, go play those. Playing the original Half-Life, Half-Life Episode 1 and Episode 2 in VR is amazing. It's really well done mod. It is really, really fun. Nice. Um, there was Aliens Dark Descent, which was that squad uh, tactics game for aliens. I'm yeah. a massive aliens nerd. Shock horror! Um... <laughs> I played the Lost Legacy, um, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy this year because it came out on GOG and I picked it up. Um, that was the two pack with the fourth Uncharted game and Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy mm. set after four and I never yeah. played it. So I finally got to play through that. I mean, it's it's Uncharted. It's fun. It's they two rating and crazy set pieces and like, why the fuck does no one know where this is? Because really, come on, satellite imaging's a thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's fun. I like I like the Uncharted games, the the new Tomb Raiders. Um, it's a bold strategy to start with two. Like what? Yeah, yeah we we don't acknowledge oh, the first yeah. one ever. Existed. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That, that was a bad. Was an, I I I still don't understand how we got the rest of the franchise off of that first. Game. I'm really glad we did, but I don't. Oh know yeah, how it without question. I'm happy we got it, but like, how the fuck. Um, and I think the last thing, which is the thing I'm playing right now, although I'm a little bit waiting on it, and it'll probably be something I play a lot more next year, is uh, Rogue Trader. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. I mean, I like 40k stuff. Combat's a bit so-so at the start. There's a lot of skills you've got to unlock to make it good. Um, but it's not bad. I like it. I th it's getting a lot of patches, though, so I'm like, I think I might leave it alone for a little while so it gets some more yeah. stability patches and then tip back in next year. That's fair. Um, but that's the major games I played this year. Noise. Um, right, so, up next, movies. Movies. What have I watched this year? Uh, Quantumania was a disappointment. Ugh, fuck. Uh, Barbie was surprisingly fun. Um, it's one of the only two movies I've seen at the cinema this year yeah <laughs> as dumb as it was I didn't hate 65 the one where it's uh, aliens land on prehistoric no I was I was bored with that movie I did not enjoy it that much especially given the premise mm. it could have been yeah. better absolutely but like I, I can see where the money went and it's like yeah okay you wasted a lot on, on special effects and didn't have much left for the, pro uh, the, the plot Although, um, like, movie that was a complete dumpster fire, fucking Shazam. Yeah, that second one was kind of weird. Let's do, was, undo all the character development we did for the first movie. Why? It's just, oh. just pure bad. Yeah. Um, Black Adam was better than the second Shazam. And that, yeah, I know. That wasn't exactly a great movie. Uh, we had John Wick 4 this year. It was more of John Wick murdering things. Was, I felt it would be a very unnecessary movie. Yeah, the last I, two. Have I don't it. hate it. 
Like, it's still good, but, like, everything past the first one has kind of just been indulgent. Yeah. yeah. Anything beyond the first one is pretty much just turn your brain off, shoot him a guy, movie ends, and wait for the next one. It's popcorn movie. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, we had action. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves. Surprise, I really enjoyed good. that movie. I yeah. loved it. Was not expecting to enjoy that nearly as much as it did. No. That movie is responsible for my like family actually talking to me about D&D now. Uh, so it's entertaining. <laughs> like, uh, we had, for for uh, the potential of the, the meta jokes that could have come out of that game. Like, yeah. For like... We all know people that sit around the table and the, the jokes that can come out of just people sitting around a table that could have been implemented differently into that movie. The, yeah. Yeah. Just to have I a character like... stop still in the middle of something while someone goes off to get a drink to come back and then continue in the role of the character or something stupid. But I'm really glad they did it how they did. Yeah. They, they played it really well. They played the, the thing is, though, they played it straight but with the kind of dumb hijinks that players do. It yeah. felt like, like I, an actual game, I swear to God. I swear to God, that thing where they put the portal on the bottom of the cart, I swear I've done something like that in an actual game before. Yeah. Um, we had the Super Mario Bros. movie this year. That was I enjoyed it. odd. Like, I didn't hate it, I, I will say. That. It was I, I a very strange down, movie. I would come down and I liked it more than I hated it. Yeah. But it was just kind of, oh yeah, that, that wasn't... Bad. To me, it, it felt like it was riding on the coattails of Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why my brain went to that. For some reason, I watched it. I just feel like watching Wreck-It Ralph now. Although and I did. It was great. I gotta say, Jack Black killed it as Bowser. Oh, oh fuck oath. yes, he did. That was the highlight I, of that movie. He was the saving grace of that movie, but like, nothing else. Like, everything else was Jack, fun. Jack Black as Jack Bowser Black. was enough to make me forget Chris Pratt as Mario. Yeah. yeah. It, it was almost an apology for it. Uh, we, oh, we had the the Evil Dead Rise was this year. That was really that good. was pretty I really good, liked actually. it. That was fucked. That like, that was a return of that franchise. I was really happy with that. Um, uh, we had Guardians, Galaxy, yeah, Guardians three. So that was pretty good. Yeah, God, I mean, come on, that was that like, was the, the only be- good Marvel movie this year. That was that was. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. That was the best Marvel thing they did all year. Oh <laughs> yeah, fucking oath! Shorter shorter Loki two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the only other Marvel thing I enjoyed this year. Yeah. Weirdly enough, a um, if anyone's ever watched the original Chicken Run movie, there is a sequel now, and it definitely recaptures that feeling of that first movie. Yeah, Dawn of the Nugget. It's it's <laughs> pretty fun. I really enjoyed that movie. Um I I'm I'm gonna cop some flack for this, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. The newest Fast and the Furious movie wasn't that bad. Did they go back to space? No, they just decided to do a lot of dumb shit. Like, um, did, did they jump a literal shark? <laughs> they put I, cannon, that has they, to have been happened already. Like, they has to put be a couple physical of cannons on a car, so yeah. they turn it into a tank. <laughs> it, no, 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 it doesn't shoot warheads; it shoots cannonballs. Oh, okay. fair. Like naval. That sounds like right. a MacGyver right. fucking episode. Well, it, <laughs> it does. This is the thing. My new favorite character in the Fast movies is John Cena's character because mm. they put him in as the absurdly competent dumb dude from the hills. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so, actually like, got me wanting to watch it. I've watched like, yeah, Fast I, movie I, I in like years. They, they make him like a proper operator. Like he's got all the the gear and stuff. But he's a giant nerd and just wants to do dumb stuff, which is why he put cannons on a car, because fuck it, it's cool. 
Okay, yeah, I might end up watching that movie now. Um, it, it look honestly compared to like I've watched all of them just for the sheer train wreck status of that franchise. Yeah. I actually came out of that movie going that was an, that was actually pretty fun. Like yeah, when it. when you think of like where that franchise currently is from the first movie, like holy fuck, that movie has taken a ride. Yeah. yeah. No way. If you told me back in it when the first fast movie came out that this street racing movie will end up with people in space, yeah. Um, nah, get fucked. Uh, we also had yeah. Across the Spider Verse this year. Yeah, that was really good. Mm, I still good. am annoyed about the ending, but you know, yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm allowed to be. Uh, did you guys watch there was a movie that popped up from Netflix called Nimona an animated movie it oh yeah, a, yeah 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 it did a the much better version of psycho a, little girl yeah. thing yeah it did yeah, a much yeah. better version of a Pixar movie than Pixar has done like this year mm. like it felt so much better for some reason worth watching good movie uh, did you guys watch uh, Wrath of Becky yes yeah I like that movie that was fucking fun. love Wrath of Becky I'm keen because it's going to be a third movie and I'm so excited. <laughs> the train wreck that was Flash. Y- oh, yeah. Holy shit. I, I enjoyed they uh, got Michael Keaton back for that but that was literally the yeah. only point of that yeah. movie I enjoyed. That was the only good thing. Like, I swear. That and um, uh, George Clooney as well. Yeah. yeah. The, the two big cameos were the most interesting thing about that fucking film. For thrillers um, this year, I actually really liked um, No One Will Save You and Nefarious. Both were interesting. I watched uh, Nefarious. I didn't watch the other one. Nefarious is that one where it's like the um, the devil essentially giving an interview to a guy to try and take him over or something. It was yeah, yeah. fun and I liked it. No One Will Save You is the main character never speaks and she survives an alien invasion and it's just really fun. I enjoyed that one. I'm less annoyed at Elemental than I know a lot of other people are. It wasn't bad, but it also it, wasn't what we expected to come from Pixar. It, it's mostly just like, you know, Pixel, Pixar... Pixels. Pixar's general, like, it's, like, well-designed, animated really well. Hmm. But just so cookie-cutter. Yeah. It's Pixar's it's generic Pixar. It's not a... Yeah. They're not making a leap in any new field, new technology. It's just, here's a yeah. generic Pixar. It's Pixar I mean, presents Pixar by Pixar. Speaking of generic, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Never actually got around to watching it because I know nothing but bad things. I I'd, wouldn't say it's bad, but it's so, so safe. Yeah, fair. Although, speaking of weird and bad, uh, not quite bad, like Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, that nah. was a strange movie. Trash film. Yeah. Trash film. And that's annoying because there's the trash film that involves. Um, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. That was so much better. Yeah, basically the Aldi brand version of it did a better like thing Come on. for it. But they don't kill anybody on screen in the entire movie. Yeah, in this all. franchise that's known for puppets killing people, no one dies on screen. The only weird thing. How is the else fact were they going to get the PG rating? It. Yeah, true. Anything that's based on a horror franchise should never have a PG rating. No. Nah. It, it, it's bad. It's not good. It, it was very stupid. You know what was weirdly entertaining? Hidden Strike. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, I'll, I'll agree to that one. That was pretty fun. I mean, I will admit, I only watched the movie because, you know, John Cena and Jackie Chan team up in an action movie. Yeah, I'm going to watch yeah, that. That's what and, got me for that one as well. Like, it had to be done. 
and then it's like, oh, this was actually a pretty decent movie. Um, I didn't even know that existed. I will be finding it right. after this. It's very cool. Um, I think it was on Netflix? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, pretty good. And speaking of... Hmm? There was an Adam Sandler movie this year that I did not hate. There was an Adam Sandler movie? He plays a lizard. So he's um he's like a pet in a, a school. It's him oh, I've seen the ads for that. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't suck. It's actually kind of fun and almost heartwarming, which is a weird thing we haven't seen from him in a while. Yeah. He keeps trying, but he never quite gets close. So this is probably the closest he's been. Uh, it's just called Leo, and it's a lizard helping a bunch of kids sort through their bullshit, and it's entertaining. Like, worth a watch. I, I wouldn't... It's, it's not going to win any Emmys. I'm genuinely yeah, surprised it's not a, a location movie starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, um, that also did come out this year, I think, which was the... Uh, oh, like animated movies that were surprisingly good um TMNT yeah no I, I didn't didn't hate the new one uh yeah. it was it was different uh, it's got some stuff I good. like some stuff I don't like but I think overall yeah not a bad movie they tried something new and it, it wasn't bad um did you guys see Knock at the Cabin no I actually okay. kind of liked that one um it's got ah uh, what's his name the the big guy Drax I know the guy you talk about. That guy. He Dave plays Batista. like a, That yeah, one. It, Batista. Batista. Um, he's in it. Uh, the guy who played Ron Weasley's in it. Like, they're just... It's a strange movie, but worth watching. At least once. I was super happy to finally get the ending to Metalocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Because we got the uh, Army of the Doomstar this year. And that's, yeah. that's the last thing they're doing for Metalocalypse, apparently. Yeah. Um, it took them a lot to get that over the line, so I'm not. I, I would actually be willing to believe them on that. Yeah, um, definitely. But it does mean that the whole Metalocalypse story is done, and I'm pretty happy to have that conclusion. And it was a great movie. I loved it. Mm. Good songs, good action, good animation. It's more fucking Metalocalypse. I love that shit. I found a um, a movie I only recently watched. It came out this year. It's called The Killer. So it's an action adventure. It's rated R. Um, but the entire point is, it's a guy who's been raised since a child to be the greatest, um, like, assassin, essentially. And then he fucks up once, so his entire firm goes against him. It's like, alright, cool, we're gonna send some people to attack you. Uh, and it goes pear-shaped from there. It's like a new version of, um, we were just talking about before. Keanu Reeves, brain function gooder. John Wick? John Wick? John Wick, yeah. It's the same kind of feeling to that. He goes on the vendetta fight and starts just blasting his way through old acquaintances and other people. It's good. I, I enjoyed that one. My, my favorite iteration of the John Wick like knockoff is uh, Nobody. Yeah, yeah, yes. that was a good Holy one. Holy fuck, that is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It is. I was like, Dad, you brought you brought a lot of shotguns. Like, you brought a lot of Russians. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> why, why do I love this so much? And the guy who gets like three headshots with a single um, sniper shot. Mm. at close range and no one believes him like, <laughs> <laughs> great movie that one do we want to move on to TV shows or you guys got nothing else uh, there were a few TV shows I watched like Muppet Mayhem came out this year we all loved oh, that one so fucking good but I'd like, rather enjoy that... One Piece the live action actually speaking of live action anime adaptations they just started airing it they did one for a really old anime called Yu Yu Hakusho 
That sounds familiar. Um, do, uh, you know, Delinquid does one, like, saves a, a kid just before he dies. Mm. And so the gods of death decide, you know what, you can go back to Earth, but you're now a spirit detective for us, and you've got to go hunt down yokai. That sounds um, pretty fun, actually. It's a really old anime. Yeah. And I I haven't watched the anime, I'll freely admit. I know the show because I watch a lot of anime, and you can't watch anime and not know about Yu Yu, Yu Hakusho. Yeah. Um, but I watched the first episode, and it, like, just straight up as a show, fucking slaps. Like, mm. it is really good. Um, would highly recommend um, the the new live action new Hakusho, which it feels weird given the fact that we just had a good anime adaptation in One Piece. How did we get two in a year? <laughs> it seems they're finally learning from the just dumpster fire of mistakes that, like in the past. So it's, oh, yeah. if we don't change things and make it stay the same, people like it more. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. uh, was it Silo was pretty good. Yeah, Silo's good. I like Silo. I, I enjoyed Silo. Ten episodes, each one's like an hour long. It's a good binge watch. Yeah. Um, um, I would say that Marvel really did not hit it with their TV shows this year. Uh, pretty I, much all of them were a bit of a wet fart whiff. I think Loki um, was the only thing that really pulled them out yeah, of the fire there. I think Loki Season 2, like, I think Loki as a show, like, if you just binge watched <clears throat> 1 and 2, you would come out the other side going, that was really good. Yeah. Definitely. Because two really heavily relies on on flowing from season one. Yeah. I think And thankfully they're not connected to anything, so Loki was the only Marvel thing I actually watched this year. I mean good call. Yeah. Unfortunately. Every, nothing else drew my attention. It's like I quite happily missed that. I mean Secret Invasion was just such a fucking waste. Never got around to watching it to be honest. Like I Yeah. Didn't didn't grab me. I mean, Star Wars was doing much better from their offerings. I mean, mm. was, was Andor this year or last uh, year? Andor was this year, I think. So um, was, uh, was and, but Ahsoka this year? Ahsoka was definitely this year, and I liked yeah. Ahsoka. Ahsoka was great. I, I rather enjoyed Ahsoka. Uh, uh, what else was this year? Oh, um, The Last of Us. We have to mention that. Uh, that was like That is still the greatest game adaption to a series I've ever seen. I, I can't think of a better one off the top of my head. No? Mm-hmm. Um, um, I did. Hmm? I was going to say yep. one of the the few good book adaptions to fucking TV shows that I've seen was Reacher. I've I read a lot yeah. of the Jack Reacher books. Season two, season just two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't watch still, a lot of TV. I've made time to watch season two of that. Holy, I love. Fuck, oh, it's I so love good. their version of of Reacher and mm. this this interpretation of it. And because well, and this I'm interpretation out... actually matches the description of Reacher, not the fucking yeah. the Tom Cruise movies. He's fucking five foot two. He's tiny. He doesn't yeah. match the description of Reacher at all. The dude got bigger for season yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just love this version of him because I swear to God, someone thinks this is what an <laughs> operator looks like, but really he just comes across as mildly autistic. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I'd say that in the most positive way. It's the thing I love about the character is his weird kind of the way his brain works. Yeah, like he, t- he thinks like, different. They they do the thing where like he kind of emotionally turns off while he's doing his kill thing, mm. but the fact that it never turns back on when he's talking to other people make him feel really weird and detached. But, yeah, and then he's like in season one where he just will not let go of the fucking manure thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It turns out to yeah. be a cinch pin for the whole season, but like he's bitching about it from the first episode. That's a lot yeah. of manure. Like, 
He said a lot. No, that's a, a lot, a lot of, of How much feed. manure is that? <laughs> it's to do with a was it cattle feed. That's a lot of cattle feed because yeah. yeah. he doesn't have that many cattle. <laughs> that makes sense. But like, it's yeah. a, he keeps like out of nowhere bringing it up like it's important yeah. until it is. But yeah, it's, even like around him, gets the more and more angry at it. Any any so emotional crazy. contact that he's meant to have with anyone, like they have an emotional thing, they cut to him for a response, and he just sort of looks at them and. Okay, and then just leaves. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then just goes it's, off and shoots some motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But it never comes across as like this hardcore operator. It just comes across as some dude who doesn't quite get what's going on. Yeah. It, it's so, so well good. I love it. I love that reach. Um, he is he comes best. across as, uh, remember the Ben Affleck movie, uh, The Accountant, whatever it is? Yes. He comes I across a little like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good um, movie. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but they had season two of The Bear was this year. Yes, I really enjoyed that. It was fun. Yeah, that's a really good show. Um, it's a. It, I'm guessing you haven't it's seen a, it, John nope. Doe. It's, <laughs> I a, it's a show a about a guy who's uh, his family runs like a a, a diner type deal. Uh, no, it's a deli. It's a deli. Um, and he leaves the family to go become a high class chef, and then and after he does. He's, yeah, it becomes very well like known for it. Like top tier in the world, like Gordon Ramsay would worship at his feet, kind of levels. Um, and then his dad dies and gives he, and bequeaths him the diner. No, it's so his comes, brother. But, oh, his brother. Whoever, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, the point is, he inherits the diner. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back to try and help fix it up and keep it going. And it's just a really, really good show. Mm. The the diner thing is not the most important thing about the show. It's definitely the characters. I think one of the best episodes is where the the cousin goes to an actual fine dining restaurant and learns what yes. it's like to do real service. He spends like a, um, a week or something there, and the first day is just polishing forks. Like, yeah, it it's, it's good. really good. It's a really really good show. Would highly recommend that. Definitely. Uh, we had my adventures with Superman this year. That was really really good. Yeah, that's because they focus more on, like, not Superman. Yeah, when you focus on Clark Kent, you get a good show. Yeah, it's almost like the comics were meant to be doing that, because that's what they do. That's sort of why Smallville worked pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed Smallville when I was like when it was on TV. Honestly, I should rewatch it. I know it got a bit um, crazy, but yeah. I know it's not traditional TV stuff, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Anything done by Dropout? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I've sort of been a little hooked on <clears throat> Dimension 20 lately yeah. and what some of their other stuff and yeah love it <laughs> Look, put it this way if we like if you ever meet celebrities yeah people get starstruck and like, I would get that for Brennan like and oh, like I, I would like, I'm not, I'm not, like yeah. tongue tied would be able to talk to them um, that, that is the, the that is my notice me senpai <laughs> yeah yeah most definitely I'm on board with that uh, also, I do the also, dicey clicky point. clack thing too. Please <laughs> notice me. <laughs> I also has the math rocks. Can we be friends? Um, I, I, I'm like you. I want the back mouth so that someone can shovel snacks into me while I'm DMing. <laughs> yeah, you have to pause to do stuff. Uh, there's also it, again not TV or any or that kind of conventional media, but anything from um, Hell of a Boss. So. That series has been great. Vizzy Pop, yes. Vizzy Pop is amazing. The storyline that they've woven is fucking magical. And we are getting um, Hasbin Hotel as of next year. 19th of January. Yeah. We got the announcement of the date. It's going to be fucking great. So January's looking even better. 
Um, and let's face it, they basically gave us our generation's like theme song at the end of the most recent oh, episode like, of Hell of a Boss. So many of them are anthems for our generation. But two minutes notice is like, that's our thing. That is I, most people of our generation's opinion about work. I have gotten people addicted to Hell of a Boss with that song. It's like, this, just watch that and you'll you'll watch the entire thing. And they do. Yeah, it's fantastic. Although, we gotta talk about some some less crazy stuff. Although, mm. what, sorry, this one's kind of more in the middle around. Uh, Tulsa King, that was the new Stallone yeah. show. Yeah, I've seen shorts was, of that, but I've never actually watched an episode. I won't say it's good, but it's definitely very watchable. It was and it was interesting, I'll, I'll give it that. I don't think it's getting a season two. No, I don't think it is. But um, it was pretty okay. Um, also in the OK camp, and I understand that they didn't get the amount of time they needed, all the fucking caveats on the top of it, but the Owl House finale. Yeah. They had their last season cancelled, they got to do like one movie, no, three short movies. Yeah. It wasn't enough. It came out really mediocre, not because they weren't trying, they were trying really hard. But they had so much more they had to try and condense down into that short time frame. I felt so bad for them. I'm happy they got to, like, round out the plot, but yeah. yeah, It's not the best way to end that show, Mm. but I'm happy they got to end it at all. Uh, Same in that middle ground, uh, Twisted Metal. Um, It wasn't bad, but it also wasn't anything to really write home about. Uh, it kept my attention because you know explosions and weird mm. stuff and Will Arnett playing um, the clown because you know mm. why not? I'd say uh, the same thing about um, Wednesday. I enjoyed Wednesday. That was pretty good. Yeah, it, it, it was, wasn't it was bad. Nice middling, mm. but I think the problem was that they went too hard on her ability to see the future and was yeah, like, fair. oh, we don't have to come up with actual answers. We can just like plot dump it through her visions. Yeah, that it was, was like, good, my- but the minute it was over, it was like, okay, that's done. Next, yeah. yeah. Well, once it was go- it was flash in the pan. That's about it. And I think I've got to talk about like the biggest stinker of the year that I watched, which was Velma. Yeah, I didn't even Velma was watch that. I s- yeah, no, that was a smart move because I'm pretty sure we got dumber for trying to force ourselves to watch it. Because like, I don't want to hate on something if I've not seen it. In mm. most cases, it's the same reason I tried to read the Twilight books, like. I tried to see it from their point of view and I could not do it. No. Uh, but with Velma, it's the same thing. I There's no redeeming qualities apart from it, one or two it jokes. It just comes across as someone like who actively hates the source material and anyone who ever liked it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So it's just someone who wants to ruin a thing that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd absolutely, absolutely agree with that. It was, it was not good. Um... It, it, every chance it t- it could it took to just be crap hmm. um, also in that camp and I hate to say this like I really really hate saying this Futurama y- yeah the most recent series it looked like they were going to try and pull it out of a tailspin but then they went the wrong direction see they, they tried to I haven't watched Futurama since the first time they got cancelled when they started doing the the movies I think I've watched mm. one of them and that's I, about as far as I got by that honestly you don't need to watch past those no no I would absolutely say if you don't watch anything else just watch the last episode of season 7 yeah that one was because that is 
without a doubt, the best end of a show season, end of a season slash end of a show, because at that time we weren't getting any more Futurama that I have seen in a long time. And one of the (laughs) things that makes me hate season um, Eight. eight is that it rolls that ending back. Yeah. It just says it never happened. Well, it doesn't, but like it picks like that episode does leave itself open for a yeah sequel, but it was a sequel no one really needed or wanted. We had the ending, yeah, and then you know. do this and you use that opening to create an end, uh, a space for yourself, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I did not like it. Um, season eight was a real letdown of a of a show. It was odd. Uh, what else was there this year that didn't quite hit the mark? Um, um, the books we read. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck. The oh, Last sorry. Hacker. That was fun. Sorry, before we get on to books, uh, one other one that actually actually did quite well this season. Um, the newest season of Rick and Morty. Without mm. Royland, it seems like that show got better. Yeah, they, they took away the, the meme lord who was trying too hard to be a meme lord. Yeah. Again, I've so, watched yeah. the last two seasons of that. The well, that's previous... the thing. A lot of people hadn't because it got ridiculous and stupid. Well, like, the last season, I remember actually having a conversation with my housemate going, I don't know if I want to watch Rick and Morty anymore. Yeah. And then after this new season, I'm like, I'm back in. Let's watch more Rick and Morty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, books. Let's talk some books. So, All right, this year... We'll, we'll go through... We'll, what if we go through our, uh, our book club books for this yeah, year? Yeah, we'll through. start with that. Uh, Land of the Undying Lord was the first one of the year. Uh, I mean, I like that one. I ended up reading the entire series that was out. There's still mm. not a new one out, I don't believe. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's one coming soon, but I don't think it's out yet. Last time I checked, there wasn't even a coming soon, but I want to know now that I'm saying it. Um, Land of the Undying Lord. Let's yeah. see if you've got anything there. I went through the whole series of that, all four books, and yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's currently yeah. no uh, slated for the fifth book. Yeah. Because that was the, the one where the guy, uh, the kid summoned in a dungeon and yeah. goes from there. Yeah. And, uh, he, a he's a summon. He's not exactly a person yeah. from that world, and he gets treated like absolute shit. Like, the person he who does. summons him, like... It could have been turned around so fucking differently and been a redeeming story for that fucking character seen from the mm. eyes of another person in that world. It yep. wasn't. They no. just wiped the floor of that completely as though it never happened and then he goes off and has his own adventures. And yep. those adventures are great. Like, yeah, they are fucking really fun. That full book set is an, like, it was a, such an easy read for me and would yep. highly recommend. Yeah. It's uh, such easy reading. Oh. Next up was uh, Fingerprints of the Gods. I only chose this because he was supposed to debate someone (laughs) in late August, early September and by June, July all talk of the debate had completely Not just that, but the guy he's meant to be debating has just kind of dropped off the map like gone like did, all of his he, socials have been shut down. He like did he disappear him so he wouldn't have to answer to any I of his questions? I don't know, but on the date that they'd set for the debate, um, Graham Hancock was on the Joe Rogan show where they were meant to have the debate. He was on yeah. there for it, and this other bloke, there was just no mention of him at all. I, I listened to that episode to see if they would mention the the debate that never was, and they didn't. It just disappeared. Yeah. 
It's like, that was the it's only like, reason I chose this, and I don't know why it just never happened. Cause I mean, I it was fun interested. to have our tinfoil hat on for a while, because you and, and myself are both massive conspiracy nuts. I love it so much. but They're yeah. so much fun. Like, Anyone who wants to because have of more that, tinfoil hat, watching the uh, watch the Wi Files on YouTube, please. Oh, fuck yeah. They, God, they sell tinfoil hats. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> uh, uh, next book we did was The Last Hacker. Oh. oh. Fuck. Sorry Seth, about that one. Seth's <laughs> flop for the year. That mean that just means that next year has to, swoosh has to have a flop. I had catch twenty two. No, 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 next year I have to year. have a flop of some kind. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, no, but like the last hacker was just so at l- bad. At least it was an entertaining train wreck. Oh yeah, no, we oh, got yeah. some good content. It wasn't like, good. Ripping that fucker apart. Like, holy shit! It, it was a fucking. It was a radioactive train wreck. Like it just yeah, wasn't. Yeah. This is bad. It's like. This is so bad. And Every Incel aspect. wrote a book, is, is mm. basically it. It's Incel's first book, and it was bad. It was horrible. Do not read that book. It, yeah. That, it, read it if you want to laugh and wonder, why the fuck am I doing this? If you want to yeah. question your own actions, read a book. Read that book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up was Hell's Rejects. I which was the Hell's collection Rejects. of books one through four of Hell's Rejects. Yeah. Like, um, Hell's Rejects was good. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I had enough fun with it. I mean, it was a reread for me. It kept um, my attention. I mean, come on, it, at least you you weren't able to predict where the fuck it was going. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, after that, we had Straya. Straya, fucking Straya. Straya was actually I, a dark horse. I I got halfway through the first couple of chapters, like I'm not sure if I'm liking this, and then it grew on me like a tumor, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I agree with that. It, it took some turns I wasn't expecting, and just by the end of it, like the orphan singing and oh, trying to play, yeah. like holy fuck, I was not expecting that kind of feels from that kind of fucking book. Yeah, no. like this is a funny book. Don't make me feel things, you dick. <laughs> but also, just the the whole thing of like Ken Ages and all those in jokes that we as Australians yeah. have had growing up, like. I know that my old man has made the Ken Ages joke at least oh, once yeah. in my childhood. Like, yeah, I enjoyed Australia. And, like, it's a book that I'm glad is a one-shot because I probably couldn't yeah. have done a second one because it would have had to stretch too much out. But I yeah, enjoyed it for what it was. I, I, I'd agree with that. Um, next up, we did the Atrocity Archives, book one of The Laundry Files. Something I'm glad there are multiple books of, and yeah. I've bought several books. I've just had a backlog since we've done that book. They were on my backlog <laughs> as well, like because like it's one of those things like I know I'm going to enjoy this, so I can put it off like a fine wine, and go exploring into weird demon tree isekais. But yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed really it, fun. and yeah, I'm thinking about that Wonderful book is what me got back into playing Control lately. Yeah, like that the. the thought process behind that book series is interesting i love the like the way it's built that world is entertaining it's yeah cool. uh after that was hidden empire book one of the saga of seven sons that series uh, is amazing and i will always love that one that ever is, since you got me into that one years ago it was that is such an epic fucking story like yeah it's the I scale mean, hey, it of got that you to stop doing anything else and just listen to a book yeah yeah I, I just the sheer scale of it I it's one of the few books I couldn't listen to while doing other things I just 
yeah. had to be a sit in a quiet space and enjoy it. Yeah. It is the absolute pinnacle of what you call space opera. Oh, yeah. definitely. And I'm honestly surprised that this hasn't been picked up by HBO to try and replace uh, Game of Thrones and like the but, popularity equal. Because like, it has the denseness. It has the denseness, it. but that's also the problem. It's just the sheer epic scale they yeah. have to go through. Mm. Like They could only do a season on a particular set of stories within that first yeah. fucking book. It's you not can like have season six- one is book one. <laughs> No, yeah, you no, could see, have like, book one six be seasons, seasons out of book one following individual characters. Yeah. Which is also why I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Like, that would be every, like, producer's then, dream if they could get that level of content out of something. <laughs> without stretching it or having to, like, fuck with it. And then to a similar thing, but scale much further down. Something they could do as a fucking series. Mm. Red Rising. Oh, I loved Red Rising. That was great. I liked book one of Red Rising. Yeah. yeah. I have tried to read the rest of Red Rising, and I'm not as invested. No. I enjoyed it, but when it started getting a bit more politicky, it was like it was harder to maintain the level I was enjoying it. But I still enjoyed it. The first one oh. is like very much a, a, a delve into the, the character Darren. Like, mm. why is he in this world, and why is, yeah. why is the world like this? And beyond that is just trying to shoehorn him into the way the world works, and it just doesn't yeah. feel as great. No. Yeah, and like the whole like the fact that like it starts out with like a sci-fi story, and then randomly in the back half is like let's go medieval fantasy, but yeah. you still lean on all of those tropes of sci-fi. It's like wow, this actually really works. That first yeah. one is an amazing read. After that, still good, but never quite measures up to that first one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, after that we had Spellmonger I enjoyed Spellmonger there were a few times it was a bit iffy yeah uh, that, but I would others... still say strong recommendation from our buddy Fromat yeah, yeah. It was, I enjoyed it I've seen a, I, I was on a quite a few uh, lit RPG groups just for other recommendations mm. and stuff and there's a lot of people on there recommending this within the progression fantasy kind of thing because as he collects yeah. the stones he becomes more and more yeah. powerful and all of that, I, I would have left this as straight fantasy. I would couldn't really see same. it as progression fantasy or in the same vein as lit RPG. It's just yeah, like the RPG to me is something that involves either the system or something external pushing it yeah. forward. But like the stones don't feel like enough. There's subsets of it. Like there's your progression yeah. fantasy where they have to collect something to gain power, or your cultivation where they have to build themselves up to get more power. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It was to me, it was just. Great standard fantasy. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. Definitely it was good. It's another one that's on my back catalogue to go through the rest of the books. Yeah. When I get around to it. <laughs> uh, next up was uh, Ghost Stories, Stephen Fry's definitive collection. I mean, what more can we say other than that man's voice is like butter? You had me yeah. at Stephen Fry. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, hey. I, it, just the stories themselves. Like, I, yeah. I never listened to the or, or read the original Sleepy Hollow story and just mm, yeah. hearing that was like holy fuck this is like pretty interesting like and how short those stories. fucking stories are and just yeah. yeah oh they were great though I also like a lot of it comes down to Stephen Fry's voice for me but at the same time oh. that man could be reading autopsy reports and I'd still be listening to them yeah yeah. Like, this like particularly Stephen Fry read Stephen Fry's reading of these books, mm. these would be a great yeah. 
kids sitting around a campfire on Halloween, oh, toasting absolutely. marshmallows, and having some of these stories played in the background. Like, yeah. they're just creepy enough that it's like, ooh, that's a little fucking, hmm, how you going? If but they're not overly creepy that the kid yeah. wouldn't sleep that fucking night. Yeah. yeah. It'll give you the chills while you're sitting next to the campfire, but the second you're gone, you're good. Yeah. So, not bad. I love it. Um, and after that, I mean, we only like a week ago talked about Matterwad Diaries, and of course we're currently reading, dungeon, reading Dungeons in the Clouds, although I have finished Dungeons in the Clouds, and I thoroughly I, I started it today. <laughs> um, is there any other books you've read this year that you'd like to call out? Yeah, there was a couple, I think I mentioned previously, which was Fleabag and yep. um, Demon Tree. Both of those were pretty fun. I enjoyed Fleabag them. was really good. I think the only problem we have with that one is that there's some world building they're doing that does not fit. Yeah, because that one's being written on... Um, Royal Road. Uh, Royal Road. Uh, I am good at speak. I have noticed but, that almost every time you try to say Royal Road, you say Rainbow Road instead. <laughs> I do, and I don't know because my brain goes, "Yeah, that's the, that's a thing." Just meanwhile, there's a Mario Kart just playing in my head. Um, but yeah, no, it's Fleabag was entertaining. Uh, the idea of a wolf gaining the progression and getting smarter and figuring things out was really entertaining. I quite like. Yeah, it. I like that one. Uh, and Demon Tree was a different way of doing stuff and I really enjoyed how it went so I've only just started Reborn as a Demon Tree and yeah. I, I see what you mean about the time scale it yeah. really kind of makes it interesting they're kind of cutting changes. out all the fat and just jumping to the important points yeah like the fact that he can just be like yeah I'm, I'm gonna snooze for a bit and wake back up when things are back to normal uh, it's odd but fun yeah. uh, it was good uh, I think that's all the ones I can really remember off the top of my head because they stuck in there. How about you, John Doe? I'm well and truly hooked in the lit RPG genre. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what most of the books I listen to lately have been. Well, for quite a while now. So, um, uh, Azarenth we'll Healer. when they stop being good. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've, I've picked a few duds, but there's, I you know, listen to one book of it and then try to hide it in my fucking library. Uh, Azarenth Healer is good uh the third book of that came out in the last two weeks and it's you're pretty much just a a, a combat healer in the middle yep. need to punch a shit out of everything but can regenerate so just takes punches until they stop throwing punches it's fun hmm. um there's uh iron prince uh there's now two books out of that and it's uh it's a school where everyone gets combat suits and they punch the shit out of each other while they're trying to upgrade their combat suits. It's fucking that, fun. That sounds that fun. fun. We may have yeah. to put that on our list of shit to read next year. Yeah, there's two books that out. Apparently there's a third one coming out later. Again, written on Royal mm. Road. But I, I really want a next book of that. Fair. I've, yeah, trying to dig back through my fucking list of shit that I've listened to. Like, holy fuck. Uh, the Legend of Randomly Ghost Town is weird, but I enjoyed it. It's another one where the the main character gets extremely overpowered very quickly by some chance event and yeah. like the, the system comes and he gets spawned into a dungeon but you can only be in a dungeon if you're level 10 so he can't escape the dungeon until he's at least level 10 and so he has to try and farm his way up to get out by the time he does that there's of course a time distortion so he's out while everyone else is at level 1 and he's level 10 so he's well ah. beyond the curve for the remainder of it because he's so far ahead of everything but it yeah. is fun 
it's an enjoyable book. And uh, of course, the, there were several Stray Cat Strut this year. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah the fourth one. Uh, Stray Cat Strut, there are a few good books of that this year. Oh, yeah, I read, I'm up to date on Stray Cat Strut. That, that, yeah. that is one of my favorite series. Oh, and yeah. the newest book didn't have a random sex scene in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It had a few uh, implications and like sided like ho ho ho. Oh, that's fine. But uh, there was no like whole chapter dedicated to gratuitous sexing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Necronic Apocalypse ones were pretty fun. That's like an undead lit RPG in current times. It was entertaining. Got a bit weird, but still fun. Yeah, um, I listened to the whole far out. I'm trying to go through back through my Audible list. Uh, the whole Cradle series is really good. Hmm. Uh, fuck, I could just list names off. I listened to Dawn of the Void, and it's a little weird, but there's a lot of uh, Catholic overtones in it. Like, it's uh, demons yeah. from the ground and angels in the sky monitoring the system <clears throat> and everything. And I wanted to enjoy it. It's had good reviews. I just couldn't get into it. Actually, there's a one-shot book that was really good called Armor. Uh, it was a progression yeah. fantasy yeah. epic, which was really good. Sentient suit of armor that would eat people that put it on and just pretending to be an adventurer. It was really good. Actually, uh, if you want a a deck building dragon lit RPG, find uh, all the skills. There's two books of that out. A third book of that's coming out later. And yes. no, they you, have to you put me onto that one already. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it's enjoyable. That one. That was fucking uh, great, actually. For and, me... It, hmm? Sorry, you got another me, one? No. No, I mean, go. Finish up. <laughs> finish up your list. Uh, another weird little deck-building lit up I found was Jake's Magical Market. And apparently there's another book coming, but it hasn't come out yet, and I want it. It's... Nice. Yeah. System comes, he wakes up, he has to kill a monster, and a card falls out of it. And then yeah. that's how they gain power, by killing things and taking their cards. But... This is where he is the cards are heavily controlled because characters from other universes have come here and now they're trying to take all the cards out of this universe and he has to try and build it up and take cards back and yeah it's that enjoyable sounds, it's a weird little fun but shot. it's enjoyable uh, I did play oh sorry not play I did listen to the um, Homicidal Aliens Are Invading series which was pretty okay um the idea for that one is the, the archive, which is basically the system, gets sent to Earth, but it's sent last minute, so everything's wrong with it. So it doesn't quite work the way it should. And just randomly chooses people. And whatever age they are is their current level. So, like, the main character is, like, I think 22, so she starts at level 22. Uh, and eventually she gets... She finds another, what they call, like, you know, archive or whatever person they are. She finds a bunch of animals that were accidentally hit with these things. So one's a pangolin, so it's just running around so happy to be, like, sentient. A killer whale gets access to this thing and starts causing massive drama. He's the one of the few Australian heroes, which I found funny. Uh, and I think there's a polar bear running around who's Russian and terrifying. So, worth reading. Uh, They're pretty fun. One other one I listened to was uh, By Mort which is a weird name for it, but oh, yes. it's pretty much a, a sentient Amazon Prime takes over the universe. And nice. the only way you can do anything is by selling stuff to it and getting Mort bucks, which you then use mm -hmm. to buy anything else. And the rarer the item you can sell to it, the more you'll get back for it. And he, 
he accidentally sells a group of trees that have uh, orb weaver spiders in it and so he sells the webs and the spiders and everything and gets a fuckload of cash back for it but every nice. time he manages to get cash in something else comes up that takes all the money away from him so he it's a build up lose it all build up lose it all and yeah it's a weird little one there's like four books in the series and I don't think I'll be getting the second one it was enjoyable but not that enjoyable <laughs> fun concept yeah. not enough to read a whole series yeah yeah Nice. Um, I read uh, a series called Dead Eye. It's by the guy Ooh, yeah. who wrote the um, Confessions of a D-list supervillain. Mm. Um, they're just really chill books. There's nothing special. Like it, it's pretty generic. Like you know, dude loses his eye, gets a replacement. Oh shit! Now he can see ghosts. Yeah. Um, I read that and, one. It was pretty fun. Like it's just chill. Like there's nothing. It's not pushing any boundaries. It's not trying to do anything crazy. It's just a fun read. And sometimes you just need to be like, I don't need something with a lot of statistics and plot. Just give me a, just a fun story where a dude beats up a Confederate era ghost. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one, actually. Um, I mean, I read a lot of the same stuff you guys did. I mean, come on, we had more books from He Who Fights with Monsters. Yeah, you know the one of the oldest book series we've been reading in the lit RPGs. Yeah. Um, that continues to be fantastic. Um, I definitely feel like there's a bit of a um, the the characters power topping so hard it's starting to slow down. Yeah, um, I don't hate that. But well, it makes def- like gold feel like a bigger thing when he gets to it. I think. Like, yes, yeah. a lot of the discussion about what the difference between the the tier levels are and how you're supposed mm. to approach them is really good. Yeah. Um, I really liked it a lot in the newest book. I don't know if you guys... Have you guys read the new one? Yeah. I'm almost through it, but I'm like most um, through it. I like that a lot of the characters are talking about how, like, look, look, Jason, a lot of the shit you're doing is post-Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's not even so far beyond yet. your current level that it's not feasible for this fucking planet. <laughs> I also like the fact they keep saying, like, so when you get past Diamond, there's no longer a matter of if, it's a matter of when for Jason. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did kind of, like, I understand why, and he really did need to do it. Um, he took away Jason's regenerations, mm. but the way he does it is really like, oh, you're just going to dare sex Machini these away so you don't have to worry about him being able to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it'll work, and it'll actually probably definitely help the story. Hmm. It, I, I don't know, it just felt really, the, like, empty. It it feels very much like a, a way to step him away from the Phoenix and into the realm of death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and try and push him a little more into, arguably, also, the real world. Because, like, yeah. one of the things that's a caveat that he finds out in this book is once you hit, like, diamond rank, you're essentially a model. You will resurrect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's and no now, way to die as a diamond, really. And now he will die if he dies. So, yeah. um, I think it was a big step to try and like bring the power level back down. Jason can't quite so willingly throw himself into the bullshit because he's not coming back if he dies. Yeah. Um. But you know, it is what it is. Um. I've also been getting a little bit back into BattleTech books, so I've been I've started reading the um the Grey Death Legion saga um, but I like Battletech I like giant stomping mechs I, I can't help it <laughs> I mean what's not to like 
They're fucking great. And I've read all of the uh, Murderbot Diaries. They were they were they're fantastic. I said it when we were doing the episode on them. They're a really really good read. Would yeah, and the fact that it. we are getting a series out of that now, I hope they do it justice. Oh, same here. But like Apple's been throwing like money at projects, so I yeah. would actually believe they are probably going to pull it off. We can hope. <sighs> I think that's it. I think we've gone through most of the stuff we uh, we either played, watched, or read. Yeah. Um, you guys got anything else you want to you want to throw in at the end of this year that you looked into, experienced, or enjoyed? Uh, I've been playing a lot of D and D, but that's about it. One day we'll have to have an actual D and D session or D and D like <laughs> dedicated episode. Oh, uh, actually, one one thing that I I, I want to throw out here: the uh, new Ed Sword and Sorcery book sh- finally showed up. Oh yeah, uh, book one Excellent. and two. I was just I was just trying to remember the name of that. It's like New Edge. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so I am super happy that these showed up. They're good quality, nice hardcover books. Mm. Um, you know, all the printing on the inside is fantastic. Um, yeah. They're a great read. I love the stories. Um, the artwork is fantastic, oh, gorgeous. It actually makes me like. I know that we brought it up to Oliver, like making just an art before book. they were done. <laughs> Yeah. But it just makes me want an art book even more. So I yeah. hope when we get books issues three and four, uh, he remembers our request for an art book because <laughs> yeah, some of the art in that book is in those books is fantastic. Yes, definitely um, worth getting. Yeah, I recommend more. they actually recently put them up for general sale, so would highly <laughs> recommend you go check out New Edge Sword and Sorcery and uh, pick up some copies of those. They are well worth your time. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, I've got pen and paper RPG books coming. I mean, I got my copies of, um, uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne this year as well for Savage Worlds conversion. True. Um, I played a lot of Magic, but, you know, that's pretty normal. Cardboard crack, always fun. I know, right? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's about it. Uh, like I said, unless you guys have got anything you want to throw in the, in the ring. No, it's, it's been a pretty solid year for a lot of media. Like A good solid a year stickers. for nerddom. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah like, um, I'm looking forward to next year because we've got some things coming that are going to be pretty good in January. Like, Hell just has been Hotel I've been holding out for a few oh, years. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that's going to drop. Like, this was going to be a... We always thought it was going to be a quiet year, like this year that went, but we got some decent stuff out of it. Yeah. Well, if we ain't got nothing else, we're we're out over an hour and forty minutes. This is now going to be, I think, our longest episode. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Your gift from us, more of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a punishment, guys. Happy New Year! Now suck it up, sunshine. <laughs> um, we will see you guys in the new year. I think our first episode won't be until I think the sixth. Yeah. Um, assuming we can get it all together in the first week of January. We, we can dream. We can try. <laughs> uh, on the off chance anyone who's listening to us is going to Woodford this year, you'll find me and Seth there. But, See if you yeah. can figure out who we are. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Other than that, I think, yeah, we're done. And uh, y'all can have a good one. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. Bye! Thanks for listening. See ya.